My beloved honorable Ustad is with me this morning. So let's go to him inshallah. Ustad, assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaykum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Barakallahu feekum ma arafat. Jazakallahu khairan to our technicians, Brother Junaid Khan and Brother Riyaz Hussain. Jazakumullahu khaira. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. Ahmaduhu wa nuswalli ala rasulihi al-kareem. Amma bad. All praise is due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader, Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam with the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah Jalla today we focus on Suratul Maida, chapter number 5 of the Noble Quran and remember the Surah was revealed right in the latter portion of the Mubarak life of Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Therefore, our mother, Siddiqatu bintu Siddiq, Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha, the honorable daughter of Sayyidina Bakr Siddiq radiallahu ta'ala anhu, used to say, Ma nasakhaha shay, nothing came to abrogate and cancel any verse of Surah Maida, and this Surah comprises 120 verses. When we study the Surah, all Allah mentions great lessons for us. Surah 5 verse number 2 Almighty Allah mentions the golden rule and maxim Cooperate in goodness and piety. So good things we must cooperate Do not cooperate in sin and in transgression. Today we see loopholes are used and so many excuses to justify the haram things, all that also becomes haram. Today, what are we eating? Quran Karim says, Yes, Alunakamada Uhillahum. They ask you, O Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, what is halal for them? Qul Uhillahumutayibat. O Muslim, O listener of Radio Lansar and Marqas Sahaba, the voice of Ahalu Sunnah al Jama'a. A Muslim does not only consume halal, we must consume halal and tayyiba, that which is lawful and pure and wholesome. There must be no contamination, no doubt in it. Almighty Allah again elevates the rank and status of Siddiqa to bin to Siddiq. Twice our mother Siddiqa Sayyida Aisha radiallahu anha lost her necklace. On both occasions Almighty Allah revealed the verses. The first time Almighty Allah revealed the verses of Tayammum. Second time, Subhanallah, that Surah Nur got revealed. Sixteen verses for our mother Siddiqa. Study what is wudu, gusal, tayammum, all this mentioned in our Suratul Maida. Wudu, when you study the characteristics of water, then we wash our hands, we come to know the color of the water. Then we put the water in our mouth, we come to know the taste of the water. We take the water, insert in our nostrils, we come to know the smell of the water. It passes all three tests. Now Allah says, فَغْسِلُوا هُجُوهَكُمْ وَأَيْدِيَكُمْ إِلَى الْمَرَافِقِ وَامْسَحُوا بِرُؤُوسِكُمْ وَأَرْجُلَكُمْ إِلَى الْكَعْبَيْنِ Go wash your faces, wash your hands, including the elbows, go make your masa, wash your feet, including your ankles.
when you have junub, now husband-wife relationship took place, fatwaharu, go and take a gusal head to toe. Just see the purity, the beauty of Islam. And if you don't find water, then go and make the yammum. So subhanallah, all these laws are shown in the noble Quran. Thereafter all, Matthi Allah Jalla Wala warns us, with whom should we be mingling and with who should we take as our friends? Surah 5, verse number 50. All Matthi Allah Jalla Wala teaches us, Surah 5, verse 51. Ya ayyualladheena amanu, la tattakhidu al-yahood wa Do not take the Jews and the Christians to be your friends and your protectors. Ba'aduhum awliya'ubad They are the friends and protectors of one another. Therefore, today you see the disgrace of this ummah in 90%, 95% of the countries. minkum minhum. Who befriends them, you love their culture, their fashion, their styles, their festivals. You become part and parcel of them. Look at the warning all Allah is giving. How many of us are awake today for Fajr Salat? When the people are called towards Salat, they take it as a joke and they make a mockery of it and just play. Because they got no common sense and intelligence. Allah says, Surah Ma'idah, verse number 58, People who don't read Salat on time are not intelligent people. So remember, don't get fooled by the degrees and the so-called academia and intelligentsia. We are those people, if we read Salat on time, then we are the intelligent ones, and we are the ones who are guided by Almighty Allah. Study today's world and what you will see. What is happening there in the occupied Palestine? What is happening in Kashmir, in India? See what Almighty Allah tells us. Surah Ma'idah, chapter 5, verse number 82. لَتَجِدَنَّ أَشَدَّ النَّاسِ عَدَاوَةً لِلَّذِينَ آمَنُوا الْيَهُودَ وَالَّذِينَ أَشْرَكُوا Your worst enemies, we have many, many enemies, but your worst enemies are the Jews and the Mushriks. And you can see it clearly in Israel. You can see it clearly in India, how the Mushrikeen and how the Yahud, the Zionist regime, apartheid regime, what they are doing to the Muslims. So that is a lesson for us. We come to our continent, and that is Africa, in the heart of Ethiopia. Sayyidina Ja'afar radiallahu anhu was summoned by Najashi. Read for me a passage of the Quran. And he read Surah Maryam. Lo and behold, look at the response of Najashi and his people. Allah mentions, وَإِذَا سَمِعُوا مَا أُنزِلَ إِلَى الرَّسُولِ تَرَى آيُنَهُمْ تَفِيدُ مِنَ الدَّمْعِ مِمَّا عَرَفُوا مِنَ الْحَقِّ When they heard what was revealed to Mustafa sallam in this instant, Surah Maryam, the tears were flowing and the eyes were filled with tears because now they recognized the truth. There and then, remember, they brought Iman. Allah mentions this in Surah Ma'idah, verse number 83 of the Noble Qur'an, the beginning of the seventh Jews, the seventh part of the Noble Qur'an. O Muslim, we are born Muslim. Did we ever cry when we heard the Qur'an? 
Did we ever cry when somebody else read the Quran? So each one of us should think about it. He kept the beloved Sahaba in Africa. Mustafa sallallahu performed his salatul janaza. The master salam, was in Medina Munawwara. His body is here in Ethiopia. And therefore the Shafi'is and humbly say to read salatul janaza in abstentia. Remember is permissible because of this incident. Hanafis and Malikis say no, but that's an academic discussion. Oh, Ummah, do not take the name of Allah in vain. I'm taking qasam on this, qasam on this, an oath on this. When you violate your oath, Quran Karim states, فَكَفَّارَتُهُ إِتْعَامُ أَشْرَةِ مَسَاكِينَ مِنْ أَوْسَةِ مَا تُتْئِمُونَ أَهَلِيكُمْ أَوْ كِسْوَتُهُمْ أَوْ تَحْرِيرُ رَقَبَا فَمَنْ لَمْ يَجِدْ فَسِيَامُ ثَلَاثَةِ أَيَّامِ That when you violate your qasam and oath, you violate your vow, then you desecrated the sacred name of Allah. You have to pay a penalty. You have to feed ten poor Muslims, give them a good breakfast and a good supper. Or you have to give them the clothing, a kurta, izar, and so forth. And you have to give a set a slave free. So these are the options. Today there is no slave. So if you are really in dire straits and poor only, then you keep three fasts. The Hanafis say the three fasts must be consecutive. The Shafis in them say it can be consecutive or intermittent. So these are the kafara. May all Matya Allah Jalla Wala imbue within us the love of the noble Quran and the Sunnah Mubarakah of Mustafa Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 29 minutes after 4, you are listening to a Safina to Ilal Jannah. Ustad, we go to Brother Michael from the United States of America, Washington, D.C. He sent me a message now and he says, uh, Mufti, why can't non-Muslims enter Makkah? Ustad. Well, thank you very much, my brother Michael. I was in America, Michael, in the year 2000. And lo and behold, I visited America twice in 2000. I want to ask you one question. I was in Maryland. So they told me that Camp David is very near Mm. where I was. It was just 15 minutes, 12 minutes from there. So I was in a place called Hagerstown. So you can get the proper idea. So I asked the brother, you been to to Camp David? He said, no. I said, come, let's go. He said, are you sure? I said, let's go. This is 2000. So we went. And when we were entering, going in, this brother was really panicking. Then I saw a board. If you go beyond this point, then you will find that the police or the army, whoever is there, they will shoot you. So I'm asking you, Mr. Michael, how come you don't allow me in Camp David? How come you don't allow me in Guantanamo Bay? How come you don't allow me in so many places? Because these are the places where you keep your dark, dark secrets. So you must remember you don't want. So we say, Quran says, The non-Muslims, they are impure regarding their belief structure. So we want to keep Makkah pure, pure, pure. That no one must contaminate and pollute Makkah. That is our cradle. That is our purest and most sacred place in the entire world. So therefore, Quran Karim states, "Fala yaqrabul Masjid al-Haram That you are not allowed the non-Muslims to come here to Makkah after this year. 
after this year means the ninth year after the hijrah so it means that mustafa sallallahu alaihi made the announcement that no non-muslims are allowed and this if you want reference in chapter 9 of the noble quran and verse number 28 chapter 9 verse 28 so how you don't want people to come into your areas because of dark secrets and intelligence we also say no no non-muslims allowed not because we got dark secrets nay we got nur we got radiance we got effulgence the special mercy of allah is descending there so therefore my brother michael we say we don't want you to come you meaning any non-muslim to come and pollute the atmosphere there Therefore, we as Muslims, we worship Allah alone. And remember, we don't worship the cube, the Kaaba that you see on your TV, but we go seven times round. Why we go round and round? When my clothes, your clothes get dirty, Mr. Michael, then you place it in the washing machine, and then it goes round and round and comes out pure and clean. So the Muslim, if he's slightly polluted, he goes round and round, then remember he comes out pure and cleansed but that person who does not have islam is totally polluted internally with his belief so therefore he cannot enter there when you allow me in guantanamo bay you allow me in camp david then we speak brother michael <laughs> brother michael says that definitely i would allow you and Mulana arafat definitely he says he's got no problem he would allow you stud he says he's speechless. You allow me, but what about your Trump? <laughs> your Trump card wants to build a wall. The Mexicans mustn't be there, my brother. Your oh. government is shut down halfway, quarter way. What's happening? Brother Michael from Washington, D.C. Ustad, we go to UK, London, of course, all the way from Coventry. Assalamu alaikum, dear honorable, our teacher, Ustad Muftisab. Please, can you tell me a lot of benefits of having a virgin beard? So I can spread the word and encourage more youth to grow a virgin beard. Because today is back to school, Ustad. Remember, my brother, everything in Islam, if we keep it virgin, then it's excellent. Mm. You keep virgin beard for every hair that grows there on your jaw. Subhanallah, likulli hasana, for likulli sha'arin hasana, for every hair there you will get the reward. Secondly, Surah 3, verse 31. When you, my brother Abu Bakr, you're going to speak to Umar, Usman, Ali, your friends, and we say whoever else, and you tell them that, see, me and you, we Muslim. Quran Karim says, Surah 3, chapter 3, verse 31. This verse is known as Ayatul Imtihan. The Ayat, the verse of Imtihan, a test. Are we failing or passing the test? You passed me yesterday or last year in your examination. But are we passing the test by Allah? Are we passing the test by Mustafa sallallahu sallam, chapter 3, surah 3, verse 31? Qul in kuntum tuhibboon Allah, if you love all, mighty Allah, jalla wala, fattabi'uni, follow me, Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, yuhbibukumullah, you become the beloved of all, mighty Allah, wa yaghfir lakum dhunubakum, and all, mighty Allah, will forgive you your sins. So remember, in a case like this, what will we say? That all Mighty Allah wants us, wherever we are, in America, Africa, Europe, Asia, so in the plane, in the train, so we must follow Mustafa, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
So every Nabi had a beard and never ever trimmed and shaved it. So we also must follow the eminent and messengers and illustrious messengers and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. One day, my brother, I just remembered now, my hometown is Heidelberg. So this is a nice incident. And we were still under apartheid in the 80s. So there was a white school and they saw a video of Hajj and so forth. So they told the people in Heidelberg that what's all this? You know, you're going tawaf and pelting and all that. So when I went there, I used to go visit my parents and so forth. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, when I went there, so then they told me, I said, fine, tell them, I used to come Saturday. I said, tell them Sunday, whatever time they're free, and I'll come there, we'll lecture to them. So we went there, and two Muslims came with me. They both passed away. With Allah's help, lucky they both had a beard also. Mm-hmm. So I spoke and all these things, you know, about Islam, about Hajj. And then it was Q&A. But there's non-Muslims. So they asked in Afrikaans, Who come as Almal van Yela Bartman? No, 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 you didn't understand that. <laughs> so it means that why all of you keep a beard? Yeah, Bartman. Who come as Almal van Yela a Bartman? Uh-huh. That is the question. So you can't go to them, Quran and Hadith and all these things. Yeah? You have to give an answer logically. So I said, my brothers, now listen carefully, my brother. Mm. You see, one day there was a couple who just got married. And now the wife gave birth. Now the baby is growing up. The husband is clean shaved. And you know, so now this baby is hungry, hungry. He wants his feet. So he started climbing there by the the chest of the father. Because he's not sure who's the mother, father, because both are clean. You Mm. understood? So that youngster, non-Muslim, he said, as Khanukh, as Khanukh, I understood the answer. So you must remember, it's enough, it's enough. I know oh, the answer oh, now. Mm. Then I told him, my brother, had you wait, Kruger National Park to Khan? Uh-huh. Did you ever go to Kruger Park? So he said, why? I said, did you see the lion, the king of the jungle? Allahu Akbar. <laughs> the king of the jungle got a big mane, they call it, M-A-N-E, the big beard. When you just look at it, your huzu will break. <laughs> Front and back, everything. So you must remember that. Take that out and you will see. Ask the Russians when they came to Afghanistan, mm. what would make them run, put their tails between their legs? When the Muslims would come and say, Allahu Akbar, sanulqi fi ladina kafaru rub. Allah would put fear in their hearts. And they said when the Mujahideen came with a big, big beard, then that is how they would remember that they would say, we are already defeated. So my brother, never suffer from a complex. Remember that beard is not part of our culture, it's part of our deen. And Mustafa sallam, commanded us to keep the beard. So that's why we keep the beard. Remember that. Mm. Subhanallah, subhanallah. Hussain, I got a message here. It says, uh, Salamu alaikum, Muftisab. Uh, I'm a Muslim girl in the college. My name is Raisa. I have a problem, Muftisab, that is making me very depressed. Whenever I decide to do something, I always think, what would others think about, about this? I fear that they would discriminate and think something negative in their minds about it. Hope that they would like and approve it. So she's saying, this is really affecting my daily life and studies. This is so strong that even when I'm praying Salah alone, this is always what's in my mind and thoughts. Sister Raisa Ustad. 
Sister Isa, if you were listening to the program now, I quoted the verse and Allah Ta'ala made it such that you're listening, inshallah. Surah 5, Surah Ma'idah, verse 51. Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, la tattakhidhu al-yahuda wal-nasara awliyah. Do not take the Jews and Christians to be your friends. Ba'aduhum awliyah ba'ad. They are the friends and protectors of one another. When you befriend them, become too friendly, take them your bosom, buddy and friend, you become part and parcel of them. My sister Raisa, your name means a leader and a captain. So you are worried what they going to say and think. Why are you not concerned what Allah Jalla wa'ala will say and Mustafa sallallahu will say? Our allegiance is not to our country. Our allegiance is not to people. Our allegiance is not to anybody, anything. First allegiance is to all Allah Jalla wa'ala. Then to Mustafa sallallahu sallam. To Deenul Islam. Then all that comes. When I say we don't have allegiance, meaning it's not the primary objective in our life. It's secondary. And when they have laws against Islam, we have to speak against that as well. So that is what Islam teaches. So what is happening to you? That the shaitan is getting hold of you. Istahwada alaymu shaitan fa'ansahum zikrullah. Shaitan wants to gain the ascendancy over you to make you forget remembering Allah. He wants to take you to Hizbu Shaitan, to the party of Shaitan. Quran is saying this. So therefore, sister, whenever negative thoughts come, Quran says, And best thing for you, you are getting impacted negatively by the environment you are. Stay at home and study via correspondence that will be the best thing for you to do Ustad, let us go to france on this beautiful mashallah wednesday morning all the way from leon in marseille that's what it says here sister leila she wants to know is it allowed is it permissible to use traditional medicine when you are sick Ustad, when you are bimar Remember, Sister Layla, when I checked the book by Ibn Hajar Asqalani Al-Isaba, Fitamizi Sahaba, I found so many Sahabiyat and companions of Mustafa Sallallahu females whose name was Layla. Layla means beautiful. You see nighttime, the beauty of all, Allah. you see the moon, you see the stars, the peace, the tranquility. So that is the meaning of it. Now a person is sick. Now write down, Sister Layla, and all of you when one is sick first thing learn the du'as surah 21 that is surah anbiya the messengers verse 83 now the du'a of nabi ayyub alayhi salam Ya Allah, calamity has struck me, whilst you are the most merciful one to show mercy. Read that abundantly. Chapter Surah 21, verse 83. Next one, Surah 21, verse 87. La ilaha illa anta subhanak inni kuntu minadhalimeen. The dua supplication of Nabi Yunus alayhi salam. Because when you are ill, you sick then you get anxiety you get depressed you get worried Allah says he will remove all this Surah chapter 21 verse 87 third one you read Surah Fatiha seven times and blow on yourself Hadith in Bukhari Sharif so these are Quranic verses also and you must do it now traditional medicine when we were very young so my mother would give us this medicine that medicine no doctor nothing all
all home medication. Yes, it is permissible with two, three conditions. Number one, there must not be any alcohol in there. Number two, it must not be such that it puts you to sleep for hours and hours and days and days that you're missing your salat and everything. So that is not permissible also. Third one, you must check the ingredients besides alcohol. There is no Hmm. other haram ingredient, then only it would be permissible. Ustad, we go to New Zealand, Wellington, mashallah. Little Taliba says that she will never ever miss, inshallah, the morning program. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward her tremendously. She says that my sister is very shy. She's married. She's elderly. She told me to pose a scenario to Mufti Sab. Please, Mulana Arafat. Woman delivers a baby boy and then dies a week later. Query, little Taliba says, what are the rules? regulations, stipulations regarding custody and upbringing of the baby. Do the maternal grandparents, Nana, Nani, have any rights over the child? Wellington, New Zealand, Ustad. Okay, yeah, we have a scenario. Mashallah, Sister Taliba, your time day in New Zealand now is 2.45 in the afternoon. You're 10 hours ahead of us, so you're listening. Mashallah, that's what we want. We want to educate the Ummah according to the Alu Sunnah wal Jama'ah. Nevertheless, so now the lady gave birth, and then after one week she passed away. Now this baby here has to grow up. So you have the father is alive. So who will have custody? So remember, al-khala to be manzilatil um. So Mustafa sallallahu alaihi said in cases like this that the mother's family will have custody. So if the nani is alive, that is the maternal grandmother, the mother's mother, ummul um, ma sama. So if she is alive, she will have custody. The mother's sister will have custody because that is the time they need the maternal care, they need the mother's care and not so much the father's care hence custody would go to them in this instance Ustad, there's one more, somebody's asking here Mufti Sab, is it permissible for women to wear nine carat gold rings Ustad, remember Shafis, Ambalis and all of them allow it, Hanafis say it should be genuine gold rings or silver rings, then it is permissible for females and for male only silver ring is permissible according to Hanafis so that is the fatwa, okay two, three quick announcements, I have to leave you now number one is, inshallah bliss of marriage today with Mona Arafat and myself from 11 o'clock to 12 o'clock. Tuesdays also, 11 to 12 from next week, bliss of marriage. And Wednesdays also, bliss of marriage, 11 to 12, inshallah. And then today, we're starting our brother Alphas and Kosi will every day from Saturday to Thursday. So he's starting today, inshallah. And that is the current affairs program between 12 o'clock and 1 o'clock daily besides Friday, inshallah. <laughs> and then tonight, inshallah, Dr. Yusuf Wahid of Durban will start his medical file, pro- file program, medical file with Dr. Yusuf Wahid between 8 o'clock and 9 o'clock tonight, inshallah. Make dua for us and the Ummah Ilaj. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Anrabal Ustad, Hazrat Malana Mufti Abdul Qadir Hussein, Hafidahullah.